Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. Become a Coast Insider to hear the rest of this fascinating conversation. And check out recent shows where we learned about scientific efforts to revive the woolly mammoth, the latest in military drone technology, and the mysterious Shroud of Turin. And you can listen to those programs and many more amazing Coast shows by heading over to coasttocoastam.com and signing up for Coast Insider. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. Well, as Lauren Weinstein, Coast to Coast AM security and internet advisor said uh, last half hour, um, there are no like uniform rules when it comes to privacy, especially state to state, city to city. Uh, certainly not country to country, uh, but I, I think it was. I think it was. Surpri- I think people are always surprised when somebody like an attorney would record a client, and yet that seemed to be what some of the conversation evolved around today with the the release of that particular aspect of this story about President Trump. What are what are the rules about attorneys recording clients? Do you know? As far as I know, you know, one of the things here is you're not just talking about about laws; you're talking about like canons of professional ethics sure. and, and, right. and things like that that may not have the you know, force of law, but can involve whether or not you keep your 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 law license and and, and such. It, it, in general, and, and I was following the story like like you know most people today about uh, Michael Cohen and, and the tapes, and of course. All we heard about today was one tape, and, and right. we can assume there are lots more tapes because if you have a habit of, of right. recording your, your clients, you probably you know are doing it on a fairly routine basis. Um, it, it, it's it certainly is a is a is a unethical kind of uh, kind of shading to it. Um, it's one thing to inform a client that, that yeah. and I'm not a lawyer, so I'm not. No, no, no. This is really lawyer, this is key, though. Yeah, that, you know, here, but. But it's one thing to inform your client, look, I'm going to record this so that we have a, have a record of this discussion, and, and the client says, fine. And it's another thing to just do it. And the stories going around are saying that, that we're saying that Cohen would sometimes just kind of play these tapes of, of Trump for, for other people and things like that, which, which also seems unethical. Right. Now, now yeah. the, the ethics of the recordings are, are different from the legality of the recordings. And, and as you suggested, uh, there are no standard uh, laws on this, and, and they vary widely uh, here in the U.S. on a state-to-state basis. So, uh, the, and, and that that will often come down to it's it's a one-party or a two-party state for recording, or you have to have the other person's permission. Or, but there are some states, and I'm assuming New Jersey is one of them. I didn't check, but most of them are where it's a one-party permission state. And only one of the two people has to know that there's a recording going on. That's to prevent somebody else from eavesdropping and recording a conversation in which they are not a participant. Right. The 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 it's a different model when you have, say, somebody sitting who who is not a party to the conversation. And of course you could have more than two parties in a conversation. And and, and so when we say right. two party, that's sort of shorthand for all party. That's all, perfect. All, exactly. all parties right. are participating in the conversation. Uh, that's different from somebody, whether it's whether it's uh, law enforcement or somebody else, who is an external party, a, a, a third party, who is recording the conversation. That kind of thing will normally always require, <coughs> excuse me, a warrant of some sort or other legal, a special legal justification. Now, when it comes to the uh, individuals who are participating in in the conversation, you're absolutely right. 
most states are one-party states. And all that means is that if only one party into the conversation wants to record it, they just record it. They don't have to to tell the other people they're doing it. They, I mean, from an ethical standpoint, they should. But, but, but they, maybe they don't. And in one sense, I mean, here, let me make an argument for something on this. So in a one-party state, you know, I think it's incumbent on us to find out, like, where we live and what the rules are. And is it, aren't we at, maybe we are at a place in our culture, in the story arc of litigation in the United States, where one is wise to just assume with all of the cell phone cameras and all of the, you know, security cameras and microphones that exist everywhere, that nobody's seeking your permission, but you should just assume at every moment of every day you're being recorded and conduct yourself accordingly. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I mean, you know, you're, you're probably pretty safe in your, in your bathroom at home, you know, we, right? we, we hope. Yep. But yep. once you go out the front door, there are cameras everywhere. There are security, you know, people have security cameras pointed in all directions and, and, and everything else. Um, the, 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 the rules actually are, are you know, somewhat different for video and audio. So that's one thing, you know, we're talking about recording conversations. There can be differences when it comes to, like, video cameras where there's no audio being recorded. You, you brought up the situation of could you put on a shirt, right, that said, don't record me. Would, would, right. that, would that have would, any... Would that help? Uh, only only in a, in a multiple-party state, in a two-party state, because that, that might be reasonably construed as saying, you know, no, I'm not giving permission. But if you're in a right. one-party state, you don't have to give permission. Right. So the shirt would be would be meaningless except as a fashion statement perhaps. Uh, <laughs> all right, so let me let me let me extrapolate that a little bit more, okay? Let me just pull on that a little bit. So, if part of what I'm I'm wondering about in this way in which we're starting to think about recording and being whether we're we're being recorded is whether or not we should also be more proactive about recording ourselves. And I I give you as an example of that both something that happened to me, which I'll get back to, but also I was when I was online today and I was going around and I was reading some of the comments on um, about this story about uh, about Cohen uh, recording his clients. As I read somebody posting on a on a site it said, uh, "I never go to my lawyer's office without recording him," and that I record every transaction that happens, especially when it comes to. And then I was like, "Dang, duh!" When it comes to wills. When it comes to financial issues, is that you know they they're recording you when you call up to you know the only one I know is Charles Schwab. They're recording you, but why not record them? <laughs> it, it maybe that's our clue. Is it's not a matter of there's too much recording. It's in order for us to really be protected. We're not doing enough recording. We got to protect ourselves. I, I mean, I have I have actually actually done that myself here. Now we're here in California. It's a two party state. Whenever I've done that, I have inform the other party that I'm going to be making the recording and saying, you know, if you continue this recording with me, I'm treating that as permission to, to go ahead. And they say, okay, I'll you know, go ahead, I give you permission. Um, and I, I've done that with call centers, you know, where, where you get the recording that says, you know, for, <laughs> for training purposes, right? Yeah. Right, yeah. For training wink, purposes, wink. this call <laughs> may be recorded or monitored, you know, <laughs> to make our lawyers happy. That's and, right. and if there's a conversation that I feel I need a record of, I'll say, by the, by, by the way, I'm informing you here that this conversation is being, being recorded. And, and if we continue it, uh, this is considered to be a sent, just like your recording was to me. <laughs> exactly right. the same word. I try to use the same words that their recording used. 
and I mean, I've never had a problem with that. I've always had they've always said, "Fine, go ahead, go ahead and record it." Um, but it, it, in the context where you're making recordings without informing the other party and giving them a chance to say no or to leave the call at that point, um, then you're you're making a decision, and uh, uh, you know, and this is something I, I would recommend against to make illegal recordings. Uh, right, and, and because you can't, you may not be able to use them anyway. Yeah, I, I mean, they 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 may feel, make you feel better, and they may be be useful to you in terms of of, of personal recollections. Uh, but if you have some intention of using them in, in some legal context, and, and they're illicit recordings, they're not they're not going to do you any any good. Um, and, yeah. and, you know, and this 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 kind of these laws have been pretty well hashed out. I mean, there's a lot of confusion from state to state. But you will note the, the the just ubiquitous nature of these of these preamble barkers that you hear on call centers that have all basically the same wording, you know, and and right. they say this this call may be recorded or monitored for for this purpose or that purpose because it has been determined that if you continue the call at that point, that's considered to be providing right. your right. consent. It's the same Passive way as permission. you call someone and leave a message on their voicemail. It, that you know, if you talk after the beep. You have given your you have given your consent. So consent doesn't necessarily mean that you absolutely come out and literally say yes, I consent. Continuing the conversation when you have a reasonable uh, uh, knowledge that you're going to be recorded from that point is considered to be consent. And yet, with California even being a two-party state, I'm willing to present to you a wrinkle um, across universities, colleges, high school campuses. It never used to be a thing to record a lecture. In fact, you, 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 it used to be that, that professors would encourage the recording of a lecture, especially they would say, okay, record this. And people would, I knew people that brought little cassette, you know, cassette decks, right, yeah. set them up there, or, or they were in law school or whatever, and then transcribe this later on. And, you know, this was a big thing. I remember well, they, when I was at UC, UCLA, which is now a considerable number of years ago, right? uh, there would be students who would have little, uh, little portable cassette recorders, and they would put them on the, uh, on the table near the podium where the professor was and record them. And, and I, I don't remember many professors saying, don't, don't do that. Not then. But now you have the case where some of these recordings have been, for lack of a better term, weaponized. And something that a professor would say in a class to a student who didn't like that particular opinion, then takes that recording and has been making, you know, national, trying to turn some professor into a national disgrace. And so they take a recording, maybe out of context, maybe not. So what this created was places where students were being told, no, you may not record my class, which becomes a whole nother thing. It's like, well, then you, I have to, I only get one shot to write it down. Yep. And so, I mean, I, I, for one, when I, when I teach, I just say, I have nothing to hide. So record away. I don't care. But I have, I known other professors who said, I'm sick of it. And no, they're not allowed to record it because some students who get, who are troublesome, um, may go back and, you know, sort of cherry pick out some quotes and start making a big deal out of it. And that's just not worth it to them. From, from a legal standpoint, I, I don't see an easy way out from under that unless you're in a situation where the college or the university, whatever the educational institution is, has an overriding policy. I mean, it seems, and, and I, this, was something I would, this would be something I'd have to research because now you're talking about layers of, of regulations and laws sure. and things. But if, for example, a university had a policy that said one of the conditions for teaching here 
being a professor here is that you allow your lectures to be recorded. And then, and then the professor said, I, I don't want you to record. Uh, that would, from the, from the legal standpoint uh, of the state laws on recordings, the, the professor would be, be within his rights, but he would also be violating, in this case, the university rules, which would allow the university, presumably, to take punitive action against, against that professor. So it can get kind of complicated. I know of at least one school where the rule is you may not record um, a class without the professor's permission, explicit permission. Yeah, and, 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 and the way the laws are usually written, that, that would typically be a, uh, an enforceable kind of rule. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.